0: Listening to Herd At Sports Radio. Welcome back here on Herd At Sports Radio, AM590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. It is time now for the Warhorse Sportsbook Sports Cleanup, a reminder. The War Horse Festival of Games going on right now. Your prop cards for the $100,000 Prop Card Challenge are out today. You can make your picks for that $100,000 Prop Card Challenge. You go 25 for 25, and you're uh, staring at your chance for $100,000. Uh, if you got those entries qualified last month, you also are, are going to be up for the $20,000 grand prize drawing as well, remember, once you make those picks on your prop card, you have to go to the casino in Lincoln, the War Horse Casino in Lincoln. You have to be a rewards member and validate those entries to make sure you are eligible for the prizes. If you have any questions on how to do any of that, just go to warhorsecasino.com for more information or Go to the casino in Lincoln, Warhorse Casino, and they can help you out there as well. It should be super simple, though. Just swipe that card, your rewards card, once you make your picks, and it'll pop up to validate your entries. Just hit that validate button, and you should be good to go. But again, any questions, go to warhorsecasino.com. Warhorse Sportsbook, no bets, no glory. All right, it's time for the sports cleanup, trying to jump around a little bit uh, to some of the things that we missed throughout the day and over the course of the weekend. Uh, one thing that I found super interesting uh, was some of the, you know, I asked Vinny Iyer about this a little bit, but some of the coaching movement that we've seen, um, I, I kind of – I know he seemed to think that there's maybe a better chance next year, but as – Dan Quinn got hired by the Commanders as Mike McDaniel, or Mike, I was going to say McDaniel, Mike McDonald. There's too many Mike MCs out there, although I think McDonald is technically a -A MAC. They they take, or uh, McDonald gets the um, the Seattle Seahawks job. Not that I thought either of those were going to be Bill Belichick jobs, but I have this sort of sinking feeling. I don't know that we're going to see Bill Belichick on a sideline again. It's kind of sad. It really is, cause it was very anticlimactic. Yeah, we right? needed
1: a farewell tour, or at
0: least a you know an unsuspecting playoff appearance, yeah. or something like. Bill Belichick doesn't really strike you can't me. Can't go out like this. Now, right. Like he doesn't strike me as a farewell tour type guy. I don't know that he would sign up no. for all that. But I know it. You know, from everything I've heard, he wants to break that all-time wins record, and I just I don't know if he's gonna get that opportunity.
1: I don't know, and it's going to be, like I said, very very somber not having a Bill Belichick on the on the sidelines if that's the case. But, I mean, to what Vinny was talking about, it has to be the right spot for him. I don't think he's just going to take anything. But
0: Well, and it's not just he's not going to take anything. I think it has to be the right spot true. for them to be interested in him.
1: Right, and that is kind of a weird thing to say Yeah. that somebody wouldn't want one of the greatest, the greatest coach of all time on their sideline.
0: Well, and you think about the way, you know, we talked about this some last week with Andrew, the way the NFL coaching trends have gone, you know, for a while it was all retreads and all, Mm -hmm. you know, guys that had NFL head coaching experience and all stuff like that. Now it's super young, right? A bunch of guys in their thirties and early forties, um, that's been the trend as of late, basically since Sean McVay got hired at 31 years or 30 or 31 years old by the Rams several years back. It has been a dramatic shift towards young, up-and-coming guys. And I just don't know where that leaves a Bill Belichick or a Pete Carroll and some of these guys that have had a ton of success in the NFL. I do think the Cowboys kind of would make sense. I do think the Eagles make sense. Yeah. The other one that kind of makes sense, I think the Bills would make sense too. I They've can see that. You've got a quarterback in place. You've got a good running back in James Cook. You've got some pieces on defense at least. Um, that seems, it's got to be a team like that, though, where they're trying to get over the hump, right? They're trying to get from, hey, we've had some success. We need to get to that next step. Sure. To me, those are the only teams that make a ton of sense for Belichick. And most of, the, most of the time, those teams don't fire their coach.
1: I mean, if you're talking about teams that want to get over a hump, I think the number one team that comes to mind is the Cowboys. Yeah. And I would love to see Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick
0: <laughs> paired together. I don't know how that would go down. That's the funniest thing, right? Is that's probably the best fit roster wise. Yeah. It is probably the worst fit owner wise because there would be like a serious There's power be a struggle there.
1: Power trips for sure. Yes. I mean, both
0: sides, but. And I mean, imagine Bill Belichick, who wants to say nothing to the media, and Jerry Jones, who can't stop yeah, talking who, to the media. Who
1: wants to talk on the radio shows all the time, right? But um, I think that'd be an interesting dynamic. I'm also curious at this point in Bill Belichick's career, how much is he willing to give up in his—that's a key to creativity of his offense and defense, and like his own freedom and what he's wanting and his to call personnel decisions. his personnel, like who's under him, who's on his roster, who's not. How they use that cap space, but I don't know. I think, does he give up some of that freedom for a coaching position in the NFL? That might be the only way he
0: gets another job. For a chance to go after that all-time record.
1: Got to put some pride to the side.
0: I do think, you know, we saw this with his buddy Nick Saban as he modernized his offense. He hired a guy that was his polar opposite in Lane Kiffin to modernize his offense, and that's when the Alabama dynasty went to another level, mm-hmm. obviously not just with Kiffin, uh, but then they brought in Sarkeesian, who's obviously done a great job at Texas. Um, Bill O'Brien, I know Alabama fans kind of had an issue with Bill O'Brien, but the offenses were still really good under Bill O'Brien. This is, a, this is, I think, a very similar situation where Bill Belichick probably needs to let go a little bit of yeah. what his personal preference is in order to give himself an opportunity to continue to win games in the NFL. Because I, I firmly believe if if Saban hadn't made that change, they probably start to fall off a little bit. Other teams were catching up. Obviously, we saw Georgia. We saw LSU. But because they were able to modernize their offense, they were able to stay in that neighborhood for a little bit longer. We haven't really seen that from Bill Belichick. We haven't mm-hmm. really seen the modernized offense. And now part of it, is the quarterback situation they could never figure out after Brady, but I think being willing and and showing that you're willing to hire a young up and coming coordinator yeah. will go a long way. If yeah. sorry, Go if, ahead. Jen. If if he does go somewhere and he fails for whatever reason, whether it be the power struggle or he just he just can't he just doesn't fit in there or whatever, does does an owner really want to take that responsibility and be that guy or be that team to have
1: to tarnish Bill Belichick's
0: legacy? Yeah. I mean, I think people would view it as Bill Belichick tarnishing his, his own legacy, yeah. right? And like him letting down the owner more than the other way around. You're, obvi- I mean, no one's going to be in trouble for hiring a guy that has won six Super Bowls, yeah. right? Like that's a very easy decision to defend, especially if he gives up personnel control, especially if he uh, hires a uh, kind of more innovative offensive coordinator, I don't think there's any risk, really, on an organization's part. It just doesn't seem to be the direction that teams want to go right now.
1: No, what's it's really interesting. And, like, that just has my wheels turning about if Belichick would ever go to Dallas. I have no idea if that's even really a remote possibility. But I think he holds his own legacy in his his hands, right? He wants to get to that career win mark, but I think it's up to him. And then you go back to the Brady versus Belichick debate of, right, who's the – who's the cog in the machine, not necessarily either one of them are, but who, you know, who relied on who more? Was it Belichick or was it Brady? And, and right now it's, it's looking like um, Belichick was more reliant on Tom Brady based upon how the seasons have gone with the Patriots since his departure. But... I think if Bill Belichick does come back and coach, he might have a statement to make of, hey, I'm a great coach. It was not the right situation in New England um, post Tom Brady. And that's okay. It doesn't always need to work out that way. But I can adapt, get younger coordinators around me and maybe give up a little bit of my power to make a great NFL team and go get that uh, go get that record.
0: Yeah. So the. He's 15 wins behind, so you're you're probably looking at uh, two seasons there, right, to be able to get to that mark. um, That would, you know, that it's reasonable. It's it's on the table if that's something. But I think he is going to have to give some stuff up. Um, Speaking of Belichick's, ironically enough, Steve Belichick, his son has gotten a job in coaching. He is going to be the uh, defensive coordinator for the University of Washington. So, under new head coach right. Jed Fish. Now, if you remember, Jed Fish went to Arizona from New England. So, mm-hmm. there's a pre existing relationship there. So, Steve. Belichick will be the defensive coordinator at the University of Washington, so we will see a Belichick in the Big Ten next year.
1: We'll see the little Belichick tree trickle down. We'll see we'll, what happens.
0: We'll see the Belichick coaching tree hasn't been great. <laughs> it's been maybe his uh, biggest indictment of his coaching career is he does not develop other head coaches, uh, certainly not in the way that a Nick Saban does uh, with that coaching tree. But that is your Warhorse Sportsbook Sports Cleanup coming up next. We're going to continue with our basketball grammy awards that's a weird sentence to say <laughs> but it's coming up next on her at sports radio